You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. You know, Pascal, when I look at really successful films, one my heart often sinks when I hear of somebody thinking about remaking it. You know, a really classic film, something like Back to the Future, my heart would sink if somebody said, we're going to remake Back to the Future. And yet, sometimes they do come along and remake an old film, and they do it in such a unique an interesting, a new way that it totally, totally blows the original out of the water and really makes you sit up and think, wow, that, I wasn't expecting that. And The Invisible Man, 2020, starring Elizabeth Moss, to my mind, is one of those films which I would have said, oh, for goodness sake, don't make another version of The Invisible Man. But they made it, and it's so different to the original, and yet it still pays homage to the original, that I was literally blown away by it. And actually, my wife and I watched it again last night, Pascal, for the third time. Wow, well, we watched it twice with my wife, Denise. But I would agree with you. I mean, if you think about it, um, I've not read the book, but I'm aware of the H.G. Wells book. I saw a long time ago, the 1933 uh, movie, I'm going to say David Raines starring, but I could be wrong. Then I saw the TV series with uh, David McCullum. I saw different versions. I even saw the uh, comedy with Chevy Chase, Memoirs of an Invisible Man to, to my, you know, super, super, all right. Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon. So, I mean, the yeah. list goes on. I mean, I, I, yeah. it's actually quite impressive. And others that I've never seen in TV series from different in different nations and different languages. So this is a story that uh, it, it could come across as a bit tired with, you know, who you know, has not seen or by the invisible man. But the difference here is that A, the storyline is different. It's not necessarily focused on the invisible man and his downfall from just playing pranks to all the way to, you know, becoming a, a murderer that's captured so well. And what I will say is there's some real shocking moments, some real jumping, jumpy moments in this film as well. Yeah, and as I said, we've watched it three times, and some of the jump scares have got us all three times, <laughs> even though we knew they were coming. And, you know, it, it it's a combination, isn't it? It's, it's a science fiction film, it's a horror film, and it's nerve-shredding suspense sometimes. I mean, poor old Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss, she tends to play... Uh, women in films who just have a really hard time yeah. pretty much in every film she's in she's being beaten up or terrorized by somebody but you know this lady goes through so much in this film great actress but some of the suspense sequences are absolutely edge of seat stuff and the thing is pascal you know because it's called the invisible man and sometimes she's in a room on her own and even the just the name of the film you know is there a man an invisible man in this room with her 
Now, I'm sure that early on in the film, there isn't. But they make it so well, you know, that the angle of the shot, the audio in the shot, the lighting of the shot. You start searching, don't you, for the... There's, there's got to be somebody in this room and he's invisible. So you're never going to be able to see him anyway, but you're looking. It's it's just It just plays with your mind so much. And then, of course, eventually, yes, something happens in the background. There is somebody there. And it's just absolutely incredible the way they keep that nail-biting suspense going. I think you've got to obviously congratulate the the director who also wrote uh, the film, who has paid his dues with his friend James Wan. Now, James Wan would be known to many for the Saw franchise, Insidious, mm. and, and many others. And and obviously, um, the director, I'm looking at my notes quickly, Lee Wontnell, did Upgrade, which is a great movie, uh, action movie. And you can see some of the uh, style of the movement of the camera in Upgrade a lot more. And of course, mm. The Invisible Man. But you're right, and in in the old movies, it was more the the, um, the story of the Invisible Man, and and the way in which you know day after day, week after week, he would start to literally lose his mind. Mm. And here we've got the the character played by Elizabeth Moss, who essentially is not believed by anybody. She's yeah. not believed by her friends, the authorities, things that she's essentially recovering from the fact that she was in an abusive relationship, and so on and so forth. And therefore, she's not believed. You yourself, kind of to your point, Roger, I think, well, maybe she's wrong too. Maybe um, there isn't anyone until you get the first clue. For me, the moment the movie starts to become like really uh, chilling is when she's sat in that room. And I've got to be careful because this is a new movie. People perhaps have not seen it yet, but she's mm. sat in that room and she's staring in the chair. Her friend says to her, are you okay? Or words to that effect. And she says very, very calmly, but very, very distressed. She says, I think there is someone sat on that chair. Yeah. And the camera points to the chair where there's nobody, but th maybe there is. And that's when the movie takes you know, a very, very interesting turn. Yeah, and, and as I say, and you're absolutely right, we, we shouldn't give too much away because, <laughs> yeah, people may not have seen this. It's literally only just come out on, on uh, Blu-ray and DVD. So please do go and see it if you haven't and then come back and, and listen to this part of the show again. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it, it, it is such an original take on an old classic that, you know, I I, th I think that they really do need to get the plaudits for this because it could just have been, you know, they could have dusted off the old, you know, the guy wrapped with bandages, the glasses, the top hat, the, 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 the long black coat. They didn't do any of that. They completely reinvented it. And and it's a actually a decent story as well. You know, it's a it, it's an abusive relationship story, but they've woven in this whole science fiction trope and this whole horror um, vibe as well. I I I think it's I, I I you know seen it three times. Could go and watch it again now because it genuinely is one of those films that bears watching many many times. Absolutely, and and that's interesting because when we're going to talk about the marketing, there was some um, concern by the way that we're marketing was approached, and and in fact, to your point, because you can watch the film more than once, it's so enjoyable, and there's so much to look at. But also, can I just point quickly? The music is very important. I mean, music mm. is important in all movies. But if you're going to do a horror film, then this is a perfect companion with the visuals 
kind of uh, what you can see and hear because the music can also tra tra translate a lot more by the emotion of the main characters but also the impending doom uh, another scene which i don't think will give too much away because i think it's in the trailers is when she's suspecting that she's essentially being uh, hunted by an invisible man she suspects who this could be and therefore she rings the mobile phone number of that uh, suspect and discovers that the mobile phone is in the attic in the house where she's yes. staying and and i think the whole movie is is around this idea of an intruder in your house that you can't see which is probably calling on some kind of pr primal fears for all of us yeah absolutely it, it just is you know you, you you can't help but look over your own shoulder in your own house after you've watched this film <laughs> so pascal what about the marketing what do you think of what do you think about what they did with this well this is a movie that like many movies released last year um fell foul of the pandemic yeah. and yeah. the restrictions so if I remind people that the movie was released at the end of February 2020 by Universal Pictures, one of the distributors. This was made in, in collaboration with the Bloomhouse Pictures. Um, fan of horror film will know that Bloomhouse has now become the standard when it comes to getting scared. And then within weeks and days, the um, they had to cancel the theatrical release. And on one hand, what they could have done, Roger, is like others is to go well never mind we'll pose now and wait till the end of the the, the pandemic to re-release the movie at the theaters and what they've done instead is to go online and yep. they've also because they, they had that pleasure in the u.s where they have much nicer weather than in edinburgh and durham they've also <laughs> gone for drive-in so movie released in at the end of February for a few weeks, then lockdown measures start and they go switch directly onto online and drive in. A very, very interesting decision indeed. Yeah, and again, there was plenty of uh, trailers, plenty mm -hmm. of clips released in advance, but I think that they actually got a few complaints this time, didn't they, by actually giving too much away. Now, certainly some of the trailers that we've discussed recently don't give anything away about the film uh, but maybe maybe the trailers did give too much away although the director seemed to think that actually even though we did blow a few things in the trailer there's plenty more to see in the actual film and as i've said i've seen it three times and i see something different every time so i'm not that bothered about that angle it's fascinating you know because so the movie went into production in july of 2019 november that was pretty much finishing post-production so november saw the release of the first official trailer in the universal pictures official youtube channel then it gets copied and pasted in all over the web yeah. this was two and a half minutes which is rather long and as you mentioned roger pretty much told the whole story from start to finish so you understand why uh, and what is happening to the character elizabeth moth and i'm trying to remember her name in, in the movie i'm going to say cecilia cecilia all oh, yeah, right cecilia. Yeah, cecilia and you see the conflict you you see some of the scenes we mentioned about you also get a sense of resolution when she's fighting back so many people complain online saying well what is the point to go into the movie but the whole point is, this is not the story you think it is. It's yeah. very, very, very clever. Then, of course, um, February 2020, the second and final trailer is released. A bit longer 
different scenes, different angle, all in and around the character and the fact that she's recovering from a abusive relationship and she has, and it's shown almost as more as a thriller whereby it's more her who is mad and people around her trying to support her than the invisible man, which I think is very, very clever. And at the same time, which I've seen done before with other films, they sent extract of the films exclusively to some channels on YouTube, which are all about movies, and they also did a IMAX only featurette saying the reason why you're going to enjoy this film on IMAX is all the following. And you've got to feel sorry for the film producers because within moments, as we explained, um, they had to forego the theatrical release and go online instead. Yeah. And and, and again, there was uh, a load of 15 second square videos <laughs> that they put on the Facebook page, uh, the, uh, the, the official website. I actually had some games, didn't it? Wasn't there some sort of uh, game to engage people to look out for references in the film to the original film? Now, I I'm actually thinking, did I spot anything? Did you? Uh, only the the main one that we've seen, which is when she's in hospital because her friends bless her, uh, bless them, think she's going crazy. Yeah. There is a um, a man who has been wheeled out of a um, you know operation room covered in bandages, ah, which yes, I think yes, was the yes. nod. But they're meant to be uh, to be others. But I, you have to, I think you have to be an invisible man nerd to to spot that. <laughs> but so I think to your point, though, Roger, what they did very very cleverly is say, well, since we we are now releasing this online, and you have to pay or rent the film let's crank up you know the social media game so yeah. the facebook page um was pretty much launched at the same time as the trailer in november and then very very quickly went we've got to engage the fans so they as we recommend yeah you're right put the video in square format there was um, bits from the film there was comments from the critics repurposed and so on and so forth and the other thing that they did, which I thought was interesting, they also introduced some additional taglines. Each time yes. they put a um, square video. Um, you've not done this for a while, Roger, but you remember when we did the Die, Die Hard review, you very kindly read you know, the, uh, the taglines with uh, that movie uh, voice. So uh, feel free to do so on this occasion, but there was some really, really fun tagline to supplement, obviously, the official one. Yeah, I think the official one was what you can't see can't hurt you. Oh, no, what you can't see can hurt you. Mm -hmm. I love that play on words. That's great. But there were so many others. He's hunting her. Nobody's listening. He's invisible. He's not dead. He's dead, isn't he? Behold a new kind of fear. Prepare for the ultimate night in. You know, uncover the mystery. He's coming for you. It's time for her to... I mean, it just goes on and on. I don't think I've ever seen as many taglines for a film before. No, so once again, breaking perhaps rules here, but yeah. really creating a sense of... Um, sometimes with social media, people can be forgiven to think that it's done mechanically, that the the marketers or the film producers are not behind it fully. And I think with the presence of the additional tagline to accompany each of the little video clips, you get a sense of at least someone is thinking about it, at least someone is trying to entertain me. The, the one thing they did as well, which I thought was interesting, is to... So you had the, the game about can you spot reference to the old movies, but also you could win a uh, Invisible Man activity book, which I have to yeah. confess I'm quite intrigued to what that would entail. Blank pages, maybe, perhaps not. 
and all you had to do was to comment and name the director of the very first movie from 1933 so also bringing a bit of nostalgia and inviting the movie fans to interact so i'll sort of go right back to the start again here where i said what i did is that on the whole i suddenly you know i usually shudder when i hear that somebody's going to try and reboot or reimagine a classic film um, because they usually screw it up in some respects and, and usually it doesn't add anything to what's gone before. But with this one, they really did change everything. It really was a different approach, a game changer, almost like a complete reinvention. And I really do think that if you haven't seen it, just get out there, get that DVD, put, put it into your machine, turn the lights down and prepare to be scared <laughs> absolutely for me yeah. as you've said roger everything has worked well for them oh by the way this will qualify as a low budget movie in the world mm -hmm. of, of hollywood you know i think they mm -hmm. spend in the in the region of seven million dollars which i know is a lot of money before filmmaking it's on the low uh, end uh, of the scale and what they got in return not just in terms of the monetary value but the support from the fans and the reaction from the critics i think it is great um and back to this idea of making the decision to go ahead despite the pandemic with the online streaming and matching the marketing accordingly with, uh, for once, actually an official website that did a good job because you and I have been very critical in the past of mm. official websites and even being daring with um, doing things like Watch Party using Twitter and Facebook with uh, hosted by famous actors and comedians to say, go online, rent The Invisible Man now, and you can react and comment on Twitter as you get scared and as you're jumping through the different scenes. And I think just to close this off, I'll refer back to my content spotlight. If you remember my content spotlight, I said that one of the things that we're taught to do at, to do at school is not to copy. But of course, you and I know in business that if you see a good idea, copy it, but make it better. Now, sometimes people copy things and don't make it better or make it worse. Here's an example of somebody who said, let's take that incredible concept, copy the concept, but absolutely blow it out of the park. Mm. And that's exactly what they did with this. Wow, Pascal, yet another episode of Two Geeks and a Marketing Podcast in the can it's oh, a, a, an absolute pleasure as always to sit here and talk about marketing with you talk about films with you and i hope that everybody watching this and everybody listening to this has enjoyed it as well please do let us know what you think give us your feedback give us your comments you can comment on the video on the youtube channel you can talk to us on linkedin you can talk to us on twitter and let us know the sort of films that you'd like us to talk about and give us your recommendations for any marketing tech and apps. So until next time, please go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right. I was Roger Edwards and he was Pascal Fintoni.
Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates. 